The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents... The Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And I've got some some great statistical information to share with you guys. I mean, that's that's a great way to start the show out, right? But don't turn that dial. I'm about ready to shoot a warning shot across the bow of your vessel. And, and, and here's why I'm shooting at you, because I think you're on a danger course with catastrophe. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that day you attempt to retire. Now, retirement right now, in, in your mind, may or may not be something that is dialed in with your, your planning objectives. It may actually be something that you, you kind of thought about maybe once this year, somewhere around February. Okay, I get you. Because retirement is not something that, in your mind, you have embraced. Society has conditioned you to believe that retirement does not occur until your golden years. It's wrong. Society is absolutely wrong. Retirement can occur anywhere in your natural lifetime, provided you do the appropriate things to achieve retirement at an age that is much sooner than the, the traditional age. What is it, 65 now? I think the government says the average retirement age for you to retire should be at 65. And as a matter of fact, they've actually manipulated the Social Security in a certain way to where they want you to retire at the age of 70. Yeah, 70. And and I've actually read some articles where I think they're they're considering moving it to the age of 72. Yeah. And so the the concept is you as an American, well you're living longer. Therefore, if you're living longer, you have the ability to work longer. And if you're a great American, you should work longer. I have a problem with that statement. I have a huge problem with that statement. And it has nothing to do with being an American. It has nothing to do with working. It has everything to do with conditioning your mind to say, you can't retire at the age you want to retire. You have to wait until a certain period of your life and retire then. I just think it's wrong. I think it's wrong. So let me shoot that warning shot across your bow. Ready? There it goes. Woo! Splash. Oh, I missed you. Look at that. I missed you. I didn't hit you. I missed you, but I got your attention now, right? The average household income in the United States, and this is according to something called Zipia. Zipia did an analysis. A guy by the name of Jack Flynn wrote this article. Uh, the information is maybe about, I don't know, two, three weeks old. So it's it's fairly fairly current. And what's interesting on this article, I've never seen this before, but it says fact 
checked. Yeah, so this is a fact-checked article, meaning that whatever Zippy is putting out here is, is probably legitimate. Somebody, somebody looked at it and said, yeah, you, you got the numbers right. Okay, so the average United States household income in the United States is $87,864. Yeah, $87,864. If we round that up to $88,000, do you make that much money? Maybe you make more. Maybe you make less. It doesn't matter how much you make. Take the amount that you make annually and multiply it by, oh, let's go with 0.8. You heard me correctly, 0.8. So what am I doing? What I'm doing is I'm coming up with a number that takes the taxes and the Social Security and Medicare out of your paycheck. And it leaves you with the number that you take home. It's called your take-home pay. This is an important number because when you become a real estate investor, this is the number we're trying to replace. This is the number we must replace in order to make sure you achieve retirement. It's as simple as that. Now, let's take that $88,000 number. We'll go ahead and multiply it by 0.8. And what I'm going to do from there is I'm going to divide it by 12. Yeah. Why did I do that? Okay, real simple. I wanted to come up with this number of $5,900. $5,900 is the amount of money that you would potentially need to replace if your annual household income were $88,000. In other words, that's you and your spouse bringing in combined incomes, and that's your average income. Now, some of you are screaming at the, the radio, dude, I make way more money than that. I'm in the six-figure club. Okay, that's totally fine. It's totally fine to be in the six-figure club. But what you're going to find out on today's episode is that when you're in the six-figure club, it's, it's going to become a little bit more difficult for you to retire yourself than somebody that's maybe in the annual $88,000. I think you need to understand that Whatever you're doing for retirement, you could probably take a tactical pause right now, rethink what you're doing, and you could get yourself retired in the next five years. Yeah, and then you'd have this, this wonderful problem of, what do I do with all my time? Because at that point, you will have regained all control over your time. Yeah. Now think about that for a minute. Think about that. When's the last time you had 100% control of your time? 100%. Day in, day out, 100% control of your time. And I would submit to you, probably the last time was maybe when you were a toddler, but even then, you wouldn't have had 100% control of your time because mom and or dad had authority over you, right? Yeah, so you really couldn't just do 100% of what you wanted to do 100% of the time because you were under the authority of mom and dad. And then, then you entered into the educational system, did you not? You did. Like everybody in America, we're, you know, that's one of those things in America, you are entitled based on how this country is organized, you're entitled to get an education and that education is available for you for free. Yeah, it's available for free through the United States government, through the taxpayers of America that believe you should be educated. Now, why do they want to educate you so that you'll be a productive worker? You heard me correctly, so that you'll be a productive worker. Because when you enter into the educational system, you again allow someone else 
to retain control over your life. Yeah, because that educator is giving you requirements to attend classes. That educator is giving you requirements to do homework assignments. That educator is giving you all these other. So they're controlling a portion of your life. They're controlling a portion of your time. So you might think that, okay, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. When, when I went to school, I didn't have 100% of my control. But then there, was, then there was summer break, right? There was summer break. And for some of you, maybe that was the last time you had control over your life. Maybe mom and dad didn't, like, watch over you. Maybe you were, you know, kind of a latchkey kid like I was. And, and you actually did have some control over your own life because you didn't have to work. You didn't have to go to school. You didn't have to do anything except hang out with your friends and get into trouble, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Uh Uh-oh, did I say that on the air? Okay, I take all that back. But here's my point. You get to the age of 18, you graduate high school, and, and you are set up for a decision point in your life. Yeah, a decision point. This is a major decision point. This is the decision point that you make as to whether or not You go into a four-year academic environment, there again, giving up control of your life, or you go into, say, a technical school or a vocational school, and once again, you're giving up control of your life, or you just go into the workforce. And by the way, when you go into the workforce, you give up control over your life because you give that control to your employer. So what I am suggesting to you is that you could be like me. You could have almost 100% control over your life. And the reason I don't have 100% control over my life is because I'm married. I'm married and there has to be some give and take. Yeah, I have to let my wife have control of certain things. And I'm willing to acquiesce that control to my wife, but I'm not willing to acquiesce that control to anybody else. Yeah. So my only other requirement is I I do radio three times a week. So I actually have to like show up and do my radio show. So yeah, there's a little bit of control there because that controls my time, but I love doing this. So I don't feel like I'm being controlled. Yeah. When I, when I get up in the morning, I'm like pumped to talk to you on the radio. Yeah. So I don't, I don't view it as control. Not like I viewed my 27 years in the United States army as being controlled a lot. Yeah, I was controlled a lot. Trust me. And then when I left the army, when I tried to retire myself and I couldn't retire myself because I was banking on a pension that I couldn't live off of. There wasn't enough money there. I had to get back into the workforce. Okay, during that time period, that 10 month period. Yeah, technically I was retired. Yeah, technically I didn't work for anybody else, but I was hemorrhaging money. So really what was controlling my life was my lack of available money in my household. Yeah. Yeah, trust me, it was a it was a bad, bad time period. But then when I finally found that job, once again, what did I do? I gave up control again, this time to a different employer. In 2017, I founded Lifestyle. I didn't find I. OK, let me let me restate that because it sounded like I founded Lifestyles Unlimited and I did not. I may have found it, but I didn't founded it. Does that make sense? OK, so I. Stumbled across Lifestyles Unlimited. That's a better way to describe that. And I checked it out. And you know what they told me? They told me I could regain control over my life. I was interested in that. I was very interested in that because I was really tired of working in this second career. 
because the second career was designed to have me live my life working for somebody else until the age of 70, because at the age of 70, I would have earned a second pension with this second career, and I would be able to get maximum Social Security benefits. Yeah, you heard me correctly. I'd get maximum Social Security benefits. All I had to do was sit in cubicle hell for almost 20 years and endure that. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't interested in that. So when I checked out Lifestyles Unlimited and I became a member, I went to work getting myself out of cubicle hell. There's no other way to describe it. I got myself retired in 2019. It took me two years. Now, two years with my nose to the grindstone, staying focused on the prize. But once I achieved the prize, I left that job because that job wasn't doing anything favorable for my, my health, my psyche, anything. It was just tearing me down. It was really tearing me down. So when I became retired, but this time legitimately retired, now that I had passive income coming into my household and I was able to live off of that passive income, that was a game changer for me. And I am not interested in giving up my freedom to anyone else. I am not interested in that. And you shouldn't be interested in that either. So what I'm talking to you about is the concept of getting you retired in the next five years. Now, I threw some numbers out there in the, the last segment. I'll throw those numbers back out for you. I, I said the, the average household income in America is $88,000. Now, you may make more, you may make less. That is immaterial at this point. What I want to share with you is that when we, we take the taxes out of that, in other words, the federal, the state, the local taxes, and we take out the Social Security and Medicare costs, I'm assuming, I'm just assuming that your total taxation for all that stuff I just mentioned is about 20%. That means your, your take-home pay is about 80% of, of what you make because you're giving 20% back to the federal government for the various taxes or for Social Security and Medicare, which in Al's opinion is a tax because I don't see it as an investment. Therefore, it must be a tax. And by the way, the, the government isn't big on investments. The government is big on taxation. That's one of the things the government is very good at doing. And man, they've really perfected it, haven't they? You know, I, I spent the entire segment convincing you to get retired and I haven't given you any of the numbers. Let's do that when we come back from the break. Let's talk about how you can get retired in the next five years. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. What would you say to women out there, Kelly, if they're thinking about doing this, if they're sitting out there right now going, I'm trapped with a glass ceiling where I work. I know I can't go up any further. There's, there's no room there. What would you say to them about becoming their own boss? Well, you know, you can decide to stay where you're at and keep trying to crack that glass ceiling. But at the end of the day, in this environment, it is so easy, you know, to be able to get out of that mold. People know me and they come up to me and they're very gracious and they don't look at me and say, oh, you're a woman, I'm not gonna invest with you, I'm gonna go over here. There's no real gender there. Are you ready to be part of a world where there are no glass ceilings, no gender bias, no limits? Start like award-winning real estate investor Kelly did with the online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. 
Listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. Now, here's your host. Welcome back to the show. Actually, I should say, welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and I'm just excited to have you here today because we're going to get into some of the financial elements that we need to get into so that you can understand that you can get yourself retired in the next five years. You heard me correctly. You can get yourself retired in the next five years. Now, to give you an idea of how we're going to do this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use some some average numbers that are reported. I mean, these are numbers you can go out on the Internet and find. These are all qualified numbers. As a matter of fact, earlier in the show, I was mentioning to you that I was reading from an article that had been, quote unquote, fact checked. It actually said fact checked on the article itself. I was it's the first one I've ever seen like that. Maybe I've seen it before and I just never noticed it. But I thought that was kind of interesting. So if you have an annual household income of eighty eight thousand dollars, and let's say we we take 20% of that away and we just call that taxation. We just, it's, it's just gone. It's gone. What you're left with is about 80% of that. And when you divide it by 12, it gives us a monthly amount. Now, I'm going to round my monthly amount up just a little bit, and it's going to come up to a replacement salary of $5,900 per month. You heard me correctly, a replacement salary yeah. You, you like the way I did that? Yeah, because what we're going to do is we're going to figure out how we're going to replace that salary. That's why I called it a replacement salary. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. huh? This radio thing is, is pretty neat. Let's assume that you are not earning a pension. Now, most Americans today are not earning a pension. The, the pension earners that are out there, they're closer to my age. I'm 58 years of age. So most of the pension earners in the United States are, are around my age or older. Okay, pensions were were pretty much eliminated in 1980. And if you went into the workforce in 1980 or beyond, you were probably offered a 401k in lieu of a pension because that's that's the year when corporate America figured out they could save a lot of money by not offering pensions. They could offer a 401k, shift the burden of retirement from them onto you. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. And they did it extremely well. So we want to replace $5,900 worth of salary. Let's assume you don't have an IRA either. You don't have, you, you didn't do that IRA thing. You didn't say, hey, I want a, an IRA on the side. I'm going to put X amount of dollars into it every year. You didn't do that. So no pension, no IRA. But let's assume you did earn a 401k. Let's say you do have a 401k. And what I'm looking at right now is that the average 401k balance in America for anybody the age of 45 to 55 is about $161,000. Okay, so you got that going for you. So there's there's a pile of cash in the in the form of $161,000 sitting out over there. What else what else is out there for you? What else can you get? Well, there's a little thing called Social Security. You've probably been paying into Social Security your entire life. Whether Social Security is solvent or not when it's time for you to, quote, unquote, reach the retirement age, whether it's solvent or not, is immaterial. It is one of these things that you have to factor in to the retirement equation. But let's let's make this even more interesting, shall we? Let's assume, let's assume that 
you and your spouse are eligible to receive Social Security right now. Okay, chances are you're not, but let's just assume you are. I'm looking at socialsecurity.gov, ssa.gov, and they're telling me that the combined household Social Security payment, in other words, if the, the husband and wife are both drawing Social Security, is around $3,100. It works out to be about $1,550 per person. So let's assume that Social Security payment is sitting out there. But remember, you can't tap this money. You can't tap this money until you get to the age of at least 62. And if you take it to the age of 62, it's not going to be worth that $3,100. It's only going to be worth that $3,100 if you take it at the age of, I don't know, 65 or 66 or, or whatever your, your primary retirement age is. And I'm assuming that you're not going to hold on for a couple more years not taking a Social Security benefit because you want to max it out. I'm just assuming that you would probably take it at the age of full benefit, which is probably around 65 or 66 for most people in this audience. So let's think this through. You need to replace $5,900 worth of income. One of the things that you're going to have to do in order to get the money that you need to invest into real estate is to tap into your 401k. And that scares the daylights out of you because you've been going your entire life putting money into that thing. This has been the financial instrument that's supposed to get you retired somewhere in the future. I think there's a huge problem with that. And the reason I know there's a huge problem with that is because I've done the exact same thing you're doing right now. Now, I, I didn't have a 401k. I actually had a pension and there wasn't enough money coming in to support the needs of my household. Well, I had to go back into the workforce. So when I went back into the workforce, I took a job that didn't pay me what I used to make when I was serving in the United States Army. But it was enough money to stop the bleeding of my household financially. Over the next year and a half, I worked. And then I found Lifestyles Unlimited. And that changed everything. I could not cash in my pension and get a big bucket of money out. Because if I could get a big bucket of money out, I would do that and I would, I would buy apartments with it. So the pension provides me a form of passive income, but it doesn't provide me all of my passive income. The majority of my passive income comes from successfully investing in real estate. So what I want you to do is I want you to look at that $161,000 401k you have, and I want you to cash it in. Now, if you're 59 and a half, you're not going to pay the penalty. If you're under 59 and a half, there is a 10% penalty that you have to pay. We do have a workaround for you. We have vendors at Lifestyles Unlimited that can help you avoid the penalty, the 10% penalty. Yeah, it doesn't work 100% of the time, but it works often enough that it's definitely worth a shot. Let's assume you're going to avoid the penalty. Let's assume your taxes are 20% just to keep everything nice and clean. You're going to have in your hand, once this is all done, about $129,000. What you're going to do is you're going to start buying real estate assets. A real estate asset similar to the one that was sent to me by Michael, who happens to be a Lifestyles Unlimited uh, realtor. He sent me a property that's in the San Antonio area, has an after repair value of $180,000. We can buy it for $95,000 because it's got problems. This thing has got massive problems. But here's the other thing. When you buy this asset, it will provide you income. It's going to take about $18,000 to do the deal. Yeah, that's right. $18,000 out of your bucket of almost $129,000. But when you buy this asset, 
it's going to start producing a little over $200 a month in passive income. And here's what I want you to understand. If you can buy one for $18,000, chances are you can buy more for $18,000, which means you can buy up to seven houses in your first year, seven houses, and it'll start producing $1,400 a month in passive income, $1,400 a month to go against that $5,900. Now, I want you to hold all of these properties for at least a year and a day. And as a matter of fact, this particular property, what it does for you is it allows you to, well, capture some equity in this, this particular property. It does. It allows you to capture a bunch of equity. As a matter of fact, it's, it's about $31,000 in equity. Yeah, so you put 18000 into this property and you pick up an additional $31,000 worth of equity. What this means is you could hold this property for a year and a day. And if you decide to sell after a year and a day, the reason a year and a day is so important is because the IRS says if you own property for a year or less, it's considered short-term capital gains rates, which are punishing. If you own for a year and a day, it's considered long-term capital gains rates. And as a result of that, not as punishing. Okay, no, no self-employment taxes associated with long-term capital gains rates. So if you hold these properties for a year and a day and you sell them off, you're going to get enough money coming in that you can buy two properties to replace every one you sell. So what does that mean? That means after the first year, you're going to trade in all seven of those properties and you're going to acquire 14 properties to replace them with. Now, let's just assume that those 14 properties are paying about $200 a month in cash flow. Now you're at $2,800 per month, $2,800 per month over 14 properties. So what do you do with those? Same thing. Same thing. Hold them for at least a year and a day and then make a decision to sell them. That decision to sell them is based on the fact that you can trade one and get two. So now you're selling off 14 houses and you're replacing those 14 houses with the magic number of 28. Now you've got 28 houses. Now you're thinking, wow, that's a lot to manage, isn't it? And here's what I've got to say. It's not a lot to manage. It's all in your mind. It's all completely in your mind. So with 28 houses producing $200 a month in passive income, that's $5,600 a month. Now, we're in about year three, and you're making about $5,600 per month. Now, I said we needed $5,900 per month in order to do better, right? So what is it going to take for us to get to $5,900 per month? All we're going to need to do in year four is sell two of those houses, replace two of those houses with four of those houses, and that's it. We're retired. We now have the amount of income that we need in order to step away from whatever job we've been pursuing because we no longer need that job because what we could do now is we could sell all 28 of those houses. We could buy, get this, 56 houses with it. And you're thinking, I don't know if I can do that. And I'm here to tell you, I know you can do that because it's not that hard. Or, or let's do something different. Let's just sell all those houses 
and let's buy apartment buildings with them. Because what you're going to find with apartment buildings is you're going to be able to increase the value of those properties even faster because we're allowed to do something called forced appreciation, something you cannot do in the single family space. But you can do it in the multifamily space because everything in the multifamily space is considered commercial real estate and the valuations are done completely differently. Yeah, it's based off an income stream that, that those, those assets produce. But here's the point I want to make to you. Do you realize that in just the last couple of minutes, I just explained to you how you could potentially be retired in the next three years? And did you notice I never added in a Social Security payment? Because that Social Security payment isn't going to come for a very long time. But if you started at the age of 45 and you did what I suggested you do, and you amassed a portfolio of 28, call it 30, single family houses over a three-year period of time, you would be retired at the age of 48. And you would no longer have to go to work. You could go to work if you enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, Lifestyles Unlimited members still work. We have a lot of members who have retired themselves who still work because they enjoy the work that they're doing. But see, that's where the control over your life comes in because they make the decision to go to work. Nobody makes that decision for them. It's a beautiful thing. I want to get you retired in the next five years. I do. I absolutely want to get you retired. And I know there are assets out there that could fit into your portfolio perfectly that can help you achieve that retirement goal. All you have to do is decide that's a goal that's worth pursuing. And when you decide that that's a goal worth pursuing, all you need to do next is go to lifestylesunlimited.com, get signed up for one of our free workshops, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.